Welcome everyone to the Oave Torah, Daf Yomi Shiur. Today's Shiur is Daf Memtet. We will begin on the top of Memtet. Before we do, I'll give you a quick introduction. We had a question about Holacha Bismol. Let's say a person is doing the Melacha of Holacha. Holacha is a transporting um, part of a korban to its place where it's supposed to go. One of the four avodas of a korban is holacha. In a in a um, in a animal sacrifice, that means you have to bring the blood to the mizbeach. In a ketoret sacrifice. Holacha is bringing the ketoret to the Kodesh Kodeshim. Okay? Now, we want to know Holacha b'small mahu. And Rav Sheshit wants to answer from our Mishnah. In our Mishnah, you see that when the guy, when the Kohen Gadol brings the coals and the shovel of the ketoret to the Kodesh Kodeshim, he's bringing the ketoret in the left hand. So you see that it works, b'diavad, in the left hand. That's what we want to claim. Um, okay, and that's where that's where we're holding now. May TV, we're on the top. <coughs> Join us on the top of Memtet. Amud Aleph on the top word. It says Zad veOnen Shikor uBalmum veKavala uBahalacha uBezlika Pasul. If you have a Zad, a non Kohen. Onen, a Kohen who's doing it, but he's uh, he lost a relative, or he's drunk, or he's got a balmum, he's got a mum. If he's drunk or balmum, or onen, in either receiving the blood, halakha, moving the blood, zilika, or sprinkling the blood, pasul. Vechen, Yoshev, v'chen small pasul. So too if he's sitting while he does any of these things. Or if he does it with his left hand, is pasul. So you see straight out that left hand, small, is pasul. So what are you going to say? Well, says, you're right. Tiyufta. You're right. Forget what Rav Sheshit says. We just knocked that Rav Sheshit. Rav Sheshit told you it's kosher in the left hand. It's not kosher. Ketoret, we're still transferring the left hand. Oh, so what are you going to say about the Ketoret? <clears throat> so, what they want to claim, the Tosot Yashinim wants to claim, it's a good question, it's Musi. Musi wants to know, uh, Ivan, hi Joey, how are you? Um, Musi wants to know, if it's true that it's Basul, what about Rav Shishan had a proof? He had a proof from our Mishnah, where it says in the Mishnah that the Kohen Gadol can, does, can and does bring in the Ketoret with his left hand. The answer is, since the Torah says you have to bring it in on one, in one trip, not two trips, right? And it's impossible to bring in both with, with, on one trip unless you put in your left hand. You could put in your right hand <clears throat> and hold the coals in your left. It just was saying it's comfortable for the Kohen Gadol. That was the only problem. Why can't you bring the right hand? We said, oh, because all the ones have ears, so we want to make it comfortable. But, but wait, hold on. But both of them, yeah, but, but both of them have to be one. One has to be the left hand. You can't bring both in your right, in your right hand. So the coals, 
what's but coals also important. What's holy about the coals? Kaporet coals. I understand, but but the 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 pasuk also mentions bringing in the coals. So yeah. so one of the one of the things pasuk is mentioning is being brought in the left hand. Yeah. So therefore, one might as well be this one, but but one has to be left hand. Therefore, we're stuck. He's saying the reason as we said you have to bring the coals in the left hand. Okay, that's an extra thing. That's an extra thing, but 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 you still you can't bring both in your right hand, right? I guess that's what they're saying. Okay, so Alkamar accepts the knockout on Rosh Hashanah. Says the Gemara asks the question: How could it be that Rosh Hashanah didn't know this brayta that says that in the left hand is no good? What do you mean? Rav Sheshit was the one who quoted that Brighta. I'll show you the story. Because one time, Rav Sheshit told something to the Amora of Rav Chista. The Amora is the rabbi who used to help him. Yeah, you know, call. That guy go the Amora is the microphone for the rabbi. The rabbi used to have a guy who was his microphone. In the pre-microphone days, you had an Amora who was your microphone. So Sheshit once told Rav Chista's microphone, Is it kosher to have holacha with a zar? Right? So Chista answered, so he, he, no, he asked him, go ask Rav Chista, is it okay with zar? Rav Chista answered back, Kishira umikram isayani. It's kosher, and I have a pasuk. The pasuk says, this pasuk is in Devreyanim. Uh, it says, Vayishchatu ha-pasach, Vayizdeku ha-konim mi-adam, Vayalvim mafshitim. It says, they slaughtered the Pesach, and the Kohanim sprinkled the blood from the hands of the Levi'im, while the Levi'im were skinning the animals. Now it sounds like the Kwanim. The Levim used to skin the animals. Over here it says that they were skinning it. Okay? But it says that the Kwanim sprinkled from the Levim. Well, Levim were Bavshidim. So it sounds like the Levim were bringing the blood to them for them to sprinkle. So you see that it's Kosher Bazaar, answered Rav Chista, Rav Sheshit. Umoti Rav Sheshit, Rav Sheshit asked him a question. What do you mean about the, the price that we said before? Zar ve'onen shikur ba'mum b'kabalah v'holacha b'zidika pasul. V'chein shem v'chein small. So you see that that holacha uh, has to be now. Rav Sheshi was bringing it to Rav Chista to show him that halacha can't be bizarre. But in the same brayta, it quotes that left is no good. So how could Rav Sheshi have said that left is good? The brayta that he's quoting. So love is no good. about Zar mentioned that love is no good, and he knew it because he quoted it. Are you with me, Joey, or no? But now we're going to say the thing that, that we said before that it's impossible to bring it. Nah. Yeah, okay, I know you're here, but you understand the question or no? So he quoted. He quoted before, but, uh, He quoted the brighter. We know that he quoted this brayta, which mentions in the left is no good. He quoted it as regard to zar b'holacha, a different law. But he quoted to Rav Chista, so he knew it. So how could he have said something against the brayta? He knew the brayta. 
Bright is not ever ever always knows the Brita. But this here this time we know he knew the Brita because he, he quoted Rav Chista. And Sigmara, Bata Deshame Hader Otva. Yes, first Rav Shesha didn't know the Brita. And that's why he said his law. Then he heard the Brita and he backtracked. And once he knew it, that's when he asked the question of Chista about the Zar. So your 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 chronologically is off. chronology is off. Yes. First, he didn't know anything. That's when he said that, that, that small is okay. Then he heard it, and he admitted that small is not okay. And once he heard it, he saw that Zara is no good, and that's why he asked the question. Yes. Mara says, Okay, everything fits nicely. What are you going to do with Pasuk? The Pasuk sounds like the Levim yeah. were bringing the, the, blood. the blood to the Kohen. So how can Rav Shishan have a problem with the bride? He's got a Pasuk. I don't care what bright you have. I got a pasuk. Says The Levi'im in those times did not do any halakha. They acted like a stand. You know what that means, Ivan acting like a stand? That means that the Kohen got the blood. They accepted the blood. They gave the blood to hold to the Levi'im. Levi'im were just holding it like a stand. Then the Kohanim took it from their hands and did the halakha. But the Levi'im did not move. The Levim were not allowed to move with the blood, because if they moved at all with the blood, they'd be doing holacha, which is Asur Bazar. And that's why you misunderstood the Pasuk. We'll understand the Pasuk. The Pasuk is saying that... Didn't someone have to be mixing it? No, that, you're talking about the blood of the par on Yom Kippur. Oh, the, I thought this is just this, the, this is the blood of the Korban Pesach. And uh, what about, uh, didn't they also say that they skinned the animal? Levim were skinning it, but they, they weren't moving any. They weren't moving anywhere with the blood. But it was skinny. Levi holding blood. According to what we, the way we're explaining the Brayta, when you saw the Pasuk says Levi'im were with the blood, Levi'im weren't uh, moving with it. They were moving just standing. It. And therefore it wasn't Holacha. So, so what the Kohanim were doing at that time? When, when the holding I don't know what the Kohanim were doing. I don't know. Maybe they were checking their time. I don't know what they were doing. Maybe they were uh, checking their phones. I'm not sure. Huh. That doesn't say. I don't, I'm not sure what they were doing. Maybe they're doing different albums. Maybe doing other slaughterings, doing a lot of slaughterings, they're holding in and grabbing them all. Kodan I don't know. Pesach, there's a lot of Kodan Pesach. They probably were not looking at their phones, though. Okay. Bayer Papa. You can smile. It's a joke. Bayer Papa. Okay? Okay, good. Bayer Papa. Good. Because Binyamin over here is sitting here very serious. We're trying to get him smiling, but he's not smiling. You have to go to work already? Okay, no, let's no, go. No, no, Oh, you're checking the time also. Okay. By Rapapa, Rapapa asked the question. Chafan, here's a new question. This is uh, another question of Rapapa, and this one's going to last most of the daf. By Rapapa, Chafan chavero vinatam leto chofno. Oh, no, sorry. This is the last take one. Okay? If, a, if a Kohen Gadol didn't do the chafina, right? He didn't do the chafina. Mm-hmm. His, his friend did the chafina, and he put it into his hand. Is it kosher or not? What's his friend? Chafina is the double handful of ketoret on Yom Kippur that has to be scooped out and brought into the Kodesh Kodeshim. Okay? Now, normally that's done with the Kohen according to the Kohen's hands, size. Okay? Hagadol lefi godlo, v'hakatan lefi kotno. Okay? But, we want to know, let's say the Kohen Gadol's buddy, another fellow Kohen, decides 
to do it and put it in his hands. Do we say, Do we say, listen, it only says that his hand's full. And the bottom line is right now his hands are full. Or maybe we need the word which means that he has to take it. And since in this case the Kohen didn't take it, someone else took it and gave it to him. That we don't have. And therefore it's no good. It ends with Tiku. We don't know the answer to that question. It wouldn't, it wouldn't make sense it would work because the guy doesn't have the same size hands. Well, let's and say they said, do. Yeah, but wasn't yeah, it Maybe it was bigger and some fell out. Okay, yeah, then my What? Oh. <clears throat> okay, good. I'm glad you're up, Ivan. Good, I'm glad. So the answer that answer that is, we're not sure if the, the, the word vilakach is indicating a an actual uh, avodah, and therefore, if you're missing it, it's no good. Or that's just the way the hechatimsa have had together. That's just the way to do it, but it's not part of the ikara avodah. That's what we're trying to understand here. What? What you want to know if the chafinah is done in the kodesh kodeshim or it's done outside? No, it's done outside, and they bring. Okay, it so it's definitely done outside. There's going to be machloket soon on today's daf whether it's also done again in the kodesh kodeshim. Why we do it twice? We're gonna, we're gonna talk about it. Don't worry, Moose. Said so if he does it twice, that would be an answer to this question. Oh, you're jumping into things. Okay, good. Let's pay attention. Bayer b'shur benavi. Here's the next question. Chafan umet. You have a Kohen Gadol on Yom Kippur who does the Khafina and after the Khafina he has a stroke and he dies. Okay? Maushi kanes acher bechanifato. Can another Kohen, the, the, the assistant Kohen Gadol, go into the Kodesh Kodeshim with the Khafina that was done by the dead Kohen now? Do we say, uh, listen, it was done by him it was done by him, and since he did it, it's done by a kosher Kohen Gadol, so that's a good chafina. Let him go in with it. Or do we say it's like his friend, and we're going to make it Right. Legal? When we say friends, we weren't sure, but maybe this is different. It should be different, because this guy's actually... This, this, is, this is a bona fide, legitimate Kohen Gadol walking in with, with, with the chafina. Or do we say it's not his? But, okay. now, but now when they say it wouldn't work, they would... They can just put it back and then just rescoop it, or like they have to throw that away. Huh? Like now, let's say now they got this scoop, right? And it wasn't a good scoop. I'm assuming it didn't fall on the floor, and the guy just died, and they caught it. I don't know exactly. No, I'm, no, I'm I, a little I, a little concerned exactly how the guy died, and uh, someone else got the chafina out of his hand. It's a little interesting. Oh, maybe put it in the scoop in the spatula already. The... Oh, it's in the spatula. Okay, maybe it's in the spatula. I'm, I'm not saying that. I'm saying the guy did the scoop, right? Let's say and that wouldn't have been a good scoop. They could just put it back in the mixture and then... They, and by the way, it could be that, that even if it's not his size, it's still good. Because it's not a scoop? No, because it, it was chafinad by a coin gadol. Oh, yeah. But now right? No, now there's new coin Are you with gadol. me, Joey? So what? It's not, the si- it's not the same size as the new coin gadol. It was the size of the coin gadol at the time of the chafinad. And now maybe it's good. You with us? Yeah. Okay. Now, this question was asked by Yeshua ben Levi. Amr Khanina, Bo'ur Esh She'elat Rishonim. 
So Chanina made a comment about Rabbi Shulman Levi, and he said, look, look what the Rishonim, look at the questions of the Rishonim, they want, they, they, they're discussing whether or not a dead Kohen Gadol's Chafina is good. Now the Gemara now jumps in and says, wait a second, why is Rabbi, Rabbi Chanina calling Rabbi Shulman Levi a Rishonim? I thought Rabbi Chanina is older. Let's jump in. Do you mean to say Rabbi Levi is older? Didn't Rabbi Shubin Levi say, Didn't Rabbi Shubin Levi say that he once asked Rabbi Chanina whether or not he could drink juice of, of a cress plant on Shabbat? So it sounds like Rabbi Chanina is asking his questions. Rabbi Chanina is the rabbi who they asked to. So why is Chanina saying, these are the Rishonim? He's the Rishon. Rabbi Shimon Levi asked you if he could drink tr- cress on Shabbat. You with us? Why can't they both be Rishonim? Well, why would the rabbi say, look at the Rishonim. Imagine me going to tell you about Rabbi uh, Semach. Look at the Rishonim. Or Rabbi Semach or Rabbi uh, Abud. Look at the Rishonim. What do you mean Rishonim? You're there before him. It's weird. Why would I say Rishonim if, if, if I'm there first? And he asked me his questions. So Gemara says no. Lishtot to drink it. Pshita, of course he could drink it. Why would he ask if he could drink it? It's kosher. What, what's wrong? It's not. Even on Shabbat. So, so before we go answer the question, well, we're trying to say what, what was the question they asked him? To drink it, of course, Muta. You're allowed to drink any food on Shabbat, even if it's before. I, a person is allowed to drink chicken soup on Shabbat. Even though you're not allowed to cure yourself, and chicken soup is a known cure, Ivan can tell you that, right? It's a known cure. The number one cure is chicken soup. A guy who has a cold is allowed to drink chicken soup on Shabbat, even though it is curing you, because you're allowed to drink all foods on Shabbat. So what's the question? So the question was, are you allowed to grind the cress on Shabbat to make this cress juice? Ah. Versus, Hechidami. If the guy's about to die, Mr. Shredder, of course, it's mutar. Of course, you're allowed to push on Shabbat to save the guy. drive a car to go to And if there's no sakana, of course, that's what they're like. So, what's the question? Why would there even be a question that we're going to ask from Khanina if it's one of two ways? Sakana Vashot, yes. No, it's obvious. Right? Says no. Le'olam Really, we're talking about a case that he asked that he asked Reb Chanina was a case where there was a second for short. So, what's the question? This is the question. Does does drinking this stuff work? And then we'll bechal Shabbat, of course, because it'll work. Or maybe it doesn't work. And if it doesn't work, he can't bechal Shabbat because it doesn't work. Can't bechal Shabbat. You know something? Let me try grinding rice. And that'll work. But grinding rice doesn't cure anything. You can't do everything you want. Ask me. So it works. Yeah. So the question he asked Rekhanina was, does it work? And if it does, I'll do it. So now we're going to say that. It's not a Rishon question. Why did he ask Rekhanina? Why specifically him? Because he was an expert at medical things. Mm-hmm. 
Because we know, how do we know he was an expert in medical things? Because we have a different statement that he said, which shows that he was a medical guy. And if so, we answer the question now that no, really, Rabbi Levi is older. Because Chanina is an expert in medical things. And that's why he was asked. How do you know he's an expert in medical things? Where do you see it anywhere else that he was asked medical questions and he answered them? Says the Gemara. No one ever showed me a white mule's kick that ever healed. The, 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 which means when a guy gets kicked by a white mule, it never heals. It always stays like that for, forever. That's how strong it is. What do you mean? We see it does heal. How can you say that? Emet v'chayat. First, we thought it was that the guy lives. Mars says, well, the guy does live. Switch it to that the, the wound healed. The wo- yes, the guy lives, but the wound of the white donkey, the white mule never heals. So Mar- someone Mar- kicks a donkey? The donkey, the donkey kicks a person, a white donkey kicks a white mule, not donkey. White mule, mule is different than donkey. Yeah. A mule is a mix horse. of a, a horse and donkey. White mule is a person, it doesn't heal. The guy doesn't die. But the, the, the wound... have that pain forever. They have the wound forever. But we see that even a white, white mule does... Does you. Does get better. Versus no. We're only talking about mules that really are red with feet that have white tips. Those type of mules don't heal. The white ones do. Okay? Ivan, have you ever got kicked by one of those uh, red ones with the white tipped heels? Okay, good. Stay away from them. And if you see them walking down the streets of Philadelphia, I would stay far away from those things. Okay. Says the Gemara. Mikom Akov, still. We see from here, Dibchanina was older because he was asked the question. We're saying no. The question was, like the She'ela of the earlier ones, which means that Rabbi and Levi is like himself. Rebbe was saying that Rebbe Shulam's question is like, is like my questions. So Rebbe himself was worried about the same question that Rebbe Shulam Levi was asking about whether someone else could do it. So basically this question was Rebbe question. The question of whether or not a dead Kohen Gadol's Chafina is good was actually Rebbe question and he's the older one that he's referring to. Okay? So he's talking to himself in the third person. Right. Could it be Rebbe said this? We can now prove that Rebchanina could not have asked this question about the dead Kohen using his Chafina. And now listen closely to follow how it works. It's very, very obvious. We have to pay attention. There's another statement of Rebchanina. And from this other statement, we know that he would never have asked this other question about the dead Kohen thing. You ready? Says it says that you have to go into the court of Shem Bipar with the bull, okay? And not with the blood of a par, which means that if the Kohen Gadol has a stroke, if he slaughters the par, and Hazit is a, a Kohen on the fourth step who's been mixing the whole time, and he's waiting for the Kohen to come back, but he had a stroke. Okay, <laughs> and now we put in the Skan Kohen Gadol, 
who's about to go into the Kodesh Kodeshim. And he wants to take the blood of the previous Kohen Gadol's, <coughs> previous Kohen Gadol's part and go in. Rav Hanin is saying, the Pasuk says, you go in bipod with a bull, Yani your bull, and not with the blood of someone else's bull. Let me just redo the whole book. Of course he's not going with the bull. But the pasuk means he's going with the blood of the bull. But it's the blood of your bull and not the blood of someone else's bull. But uh, <coughs> this is another thing. Second statement. We didn't prove anything yet. But also says, If you did a chafina before <coughs> you shecht your bull, it doesn't do anything. So now let's, let's put the two things together. Number one is, if the Kohen Gadol dies, you got it already? I got it. Okay. Number one is, if the, Rabbi Hanina said, <coughs> excuse me, that if the Kohen Gadol dies, the blood doesn't count. You can't use the blood, so we're going to make, make a new Shekita. He also said, that the Chafina, that's done before the slaughtering of the bull, is no good. So it comes out, we're going to have to do, we're going to have to re-slaughter the bull, and, and then we're going to have to do re-chafina, because a chafina can't be done before the bull, and we're redoing the bull. So it comes out that, Ruchinaz cannot say, how can he say, oh, he asked the question that I asked. How would you ask a question like that? You know you're going to have to redo it, because you said both those things. Did you get it? Ivan, you got that or no? Yes. Joey? Ivan, you didn't? Okay, listen. Listen, the pod has to be redone. Chanina said so, because it says, Bepad, Velobadam Shapad. Okay? Now, if the pod is redone, Rav Chanina's other statement was that you can never do the Chafina before the pod. So there's no chance that you could ever take the dead Kohen's Chafina and go in, because... Since you're redoing the bar, the chafina of the dead guy has got to be... It's not like a Exactly. Exactly. But I understand. But our, but our question was, can the new Kohen go in with the other dead Kohen's chafina? Now, since... We, Technically, it's impossible. Because like we said, according to Chimina, since we're redoing the pod, and the Chafina is going to be, pre, going to predate the pod, you're going to be in trouble. But the Chafina, they had only one portion. They didn't have any extra. The bowl, they could bring another pod. What did you say? The Chafina, they had only a certain portion. They didn't have any extra ones. The bowl, I could bring another... Who told you there's no extras? They said, um, we say it every day, 365 money, the whole yom. It says specifically that there were extra ones. Oh, they had extras. It says, you say it every day. Right. And then, then we, we, we said, we uh, have uh, Then we, we say afterwards that after a bunch of years, 70 years, it comes out that that, that extra stuff is enough for another one. Okay. Right? There's plenty extra. <coughs> so wait, but now the guys throw out the, the one that he scooped. Yeah, he has to be thrown out. Yeah, thrown out. They, they, don't, so, put it, they so, don't put it in the fire? No, of course not. It's out, finished. Why can't they just re put it in the mixture? I don't understand. 
I don't know what they do. I don't know what they do with it. Don't ask me questions. That's not a subject. Okay? Says the Gemara. Hachikama. What are you going to charge? A recycling over here? Yes. The recycling. Quarter recycler? Says the Gemara. Hachikama. This is what it's coming to tell you. Once you're asking this question, he means like this. Rukhanina says, this that Rabbi Yeshua and Levi asked the question, whether or not you could reuse the Khafina, shows that he holds He holds that you are allowed to go in with the blood of a previous guy. And yes, you can use the blood that the guy was sitting on the Mizbeah, going sitting on the fourth step going like this the whole time. Because otherwise you would never question. Good. Well, the why, why, would, why would you say otherwise you would ask a question? If we see that Rabbi Hanina says that he would have been asked a question. What? Why would why would we say he wouldn't ask the question? We see Rabbi Hanina. Rabbi Hanina himself doesn't hold doesn't hold to that. But he's saying. Then we say at first he didn't. Then we then we knocked it out. That no, because he already said this. Well, you, hold on. You're going to see soon. We're going to talk about that in a second. We're going to talk about that. In a okay. Now it says the Gemara. My havala. So what's the answer? Can you use the the katora of the dead coin at all? Our papa, so our papa says, "I chofen chozed vechofen chaveron echnas bechafina to." The hamikai mechafina, "I en chofen vechozed vechofen ti bailach." So our papa wants to say, wants to re-analyze uh, the question. He's saying there's a machloket in the world whether or not when the kohen gadol goes back, goes into the kodesh kodeshim, and he's got in his Spoon, he's got the katora from his hands, right? So, does he go back and put it into his hands now? Chafina, re chafina in the Kodesh regime or not? So, he's asking now if we hold that he goes back and puts it in his hands, then the friend, then his the, the backup Kohan who takes over can take the old Kohen Gadol stuff. Why? Because since it's going into his hands again. So he's going to have another chafina, so therefore it's called a chafina, and then you could have a question whether or not it's good or not. So but if you hold, and chafen bechozen bechofen, if you hold that he does not go back and do a new chafina in the Kodesh Kodeshim, then there is no question. Because of course, we're not going to let the back of Kohen never have the ketorit in his hands. No, that we won't have. But if the, the whole question is, if you hold like the rabbis who say that there's another chafina in the Kodesh Hashim, that's where the question is. That's where Papa's, so where Papa is not answering the question, but he's explaining that the question is only going according to the rabbi who holds that they re, they that re- it has to be re chafinat. So that according to that, then we could say Rukhanina is back in the game. Okay, yeah. She still has a that's case. your Papa, but guess what? We're about to throw our Papa out. What? Oh, when they when they got when when he dies, we we did say if a tamer guy does touch it, then it's done. That is true. Okay, so so we'll say he put it in the scoop before, and and then he just happened to be doing something else. What what if? Okay, I don't know. It's a good question. I don't know if the case was that he died while it was in the spoon. Well, no, it go, he's holding it in a, in, a, in, a, in a calf. So let's say he had a stroke. Well, mm, 
Well, what if, what if he put it, put it down for a second? He said, oh, my heart's hurting me. And he put it down. And then he fell. Okay. okay. I'm just... Yeah, he goes, oh my gosh, my heart's hurting me. He put it down, he goes to the next room, they take him to the doctor, right? The doctor says, let me try try CPR, the guy dies, okay. I don't know, I'm just giving you an example just to get out of your question. It could be that, I don't know, okay? But but I want to get out of the question, so I'm giving you a way out of it. I'd rather focus on this. Okay. In in a real class, you can ask that question, we should get into it. But this is uh, not the only class. Okay. Says the Gemara, Amar Avuna Brady of Yeshua Lerah Papa, Adir Abba, just the opposite. You think the question is only if you hold that there's a Rechafina? I hold the question is only if you hold there is no Rechafina. Why? If you hold that there is a Re doing a Chafina in the Kodesh Kodeshim, then you can't, another guy can't use the re, for, re, previous day Chafina. You know why? I'll tell you why. It was impossible to have more or less than you did before, which means, like Musi said, it's impossible to be the exact same size. And if you have to re put it in your hands, it's going to be a little too small or a little too big. So it's a little big, you can take off. A little small, that's when it becomes a problem. Right? Right? It's not going to be the right size. And you have to bring in the right amount in. And since you brought in the wrong amount, even if it's bigger, it's still ah. no good. But if you hold it, he doesn't have to put it in his hands again. Then then you have a question whether or not you could do it. So he's doing the opposite. Okay? The Yibailu, because they ask the question, now we're going to quote this machloket about whether or not you have to redo it. Does he re-put it in his hands or not? So now we're going to switch off, off topic to discuss, does the Kohen, yes, put it in his hands again in the Kodeshim or not? Or he just, just does it once? Is Chafina does once or twice? We're going to bring a Brayta to answer the question. It says, well, Tashma, bring your proof from a Brayta. We're on the bottom of three lines from the bottom of Memtet Amun Alif. says, this was the measurement. My love. In our Mishnah, no, this is a proof of the Mishnah. Our Mishnah adds extra words. It says the words, Kach Midata. If you go back to our Mishnah a second, on the top of Mem Zayin Amunalf, okay? The Mishnah had said, they bring out the Kaf, Hotilo to Kaf, Vetamachta, Chafan Melochafnam, Venatan Toch Kaf, Agadol, Hagalov, Vigalov, Vigalov, they put they put it into the spoon, so a large quran according to his largeness, and a small according to his smallness. And that was the measurement. Now why does it say those extra words and that was the measurement? So Gemara wants to say, My love, When it says that was the measurement, we're assuming it means that the same way you measured it outside, that's the way you measure it inside. And you see you have to remeasure it. Mar says, No. Lo the Mar says, no, maybe the Mishnah could mean that if the Kohen wants to make a scoop to measure the Chafinah, the size of his hands, he's allowed to. That when it says, this was its measurement, we're coming to tell you that it's, it's okay if the Kohen doesn't actually do it with his hands. He could make a custom-made measurement, the size of his hands, and do it. That's what, that's what it says, that's what it means by Or, or it means 
don't make more or less. Which means that's the size you can't it has to be exact, can't be more or less. So not necessarily is that a proof. But now we're gonna have another proof. Tashma bottom of top of Mim Tenamunvet. Listen to this bright, this one's a clear one. What would the Kohen Gadol do when he gets into the Kodesh Kodeshim? Says the Gemara. He holds the spoon with his fingertips. Because again, he's got it. This is a tough one. He's got to figure out how. Listen to this, Ivan. You're a Kohen. You got to pay attention. He's got two hands. He needs to fill both hands with his ketoret. Now, it's very hard to do something with two hands. If you don't have anyone to help you, you're there alone. So if you have to have two hands like this, how are you going to get the spoon poured, in poured into your hands while both your hands are busy catching all the ketodets? You with me, Ivan, or no? Yeah. You didn't get that? He's in the Kodesh Kodeshim, right? He's got a spoonful of coals. He puts, let's say he puts down the coals. Okay, now he's got one hand holding the ladle. With the ketoret, and he's got two hands. He's got to fill up now with ketoret. They got to be full, full, full. We now, if ask, both uh, ends are being, uh, yeah, if both ends are being held, he how does he how, how is he able to tilt the cuff to get it into his hands? Oh, it oh, wait, doesn't go like this to pick it up. No, he, he can't go. He, he can't go like this into the. He's got to pour it into his hands. So he says, He holds it with his fingertips. Some say he holds it with his teeth. And he does it with his teeth. Can we say that he holds it from his arm like this? And he... That's how he walks in with it. But how is he going to flip it in? He said it's a very proper thing. <coughs> he can you slide it off. Oh, yes, and good. Didn't we say you wouldn't walk in and do anything? But that's if you walk in holding it like that. But to flip it in, I guess, is better. Maybe there was a thing on the wall. Okay, listen. No, there's a... And he pulls it with his thumbs until it gets in between his elbows. And he pills it into, into his hands. So you see that it's going back into his hands. You see from this writer that it's going back into his hands. Visobra, And then he piles it on the coals. Kadeshia Ashna there's two ways to put the ketoret. The, the, the bright is continuing. We already got the proof, but the bright is continuing. Now, when you put the, the ketoret on the coals, there's two ways to do it. You can put it in a pile, and this way it goes. it's a very, very slow release. Because if it's in a pile, only the part that's touching the coals is burning. And as it burns, the next one touches it and burns and burns and burns. That's called slow release. Or you could spread it over the coals, and then it's quick release, and it gets completely full right away. So it says, you make a pile, Kadesh Yashna Shohei Lavo, so it comes slowly. But Yeshim, others say, no, Kadesh Yashna Lavo. Others say, no, you should spread it so it goes quickly. This was the hardest job in the Beit Mikdash. Ask the Gemara, Zuhi Vitulo, that's the only hard, hard one. What about Milika cutting off the, the, the neck of the, of the bird with your fingernail? What about Kimitza? We all said that was hard. This is one of the hard ones. Okay? That's what he meant to say. Where we see from here, we see the Quangadol does that to put it back in his hands in the Kodesh Kodeshim. 
But Rav says, Shirait, Shmamina. Okay, we accept it. And now we're accepting that there is a second Chafina in the Kodesh Kodeshim. Okay? Okay, another question. Ibayelahu, Shachat Umet. What happened to the Kohen Gadol Shechted his bull and had a heart attack? Okay? Ma'u Shikinis Achir Biyadoh. Can another person come in with his blood? You hear the question? Can another person come in with the blood of the original pod? Do we say bepad even with the dam of someone else's pod? Or do we pod below the dam of shapad? Maybe it means bepad and now it's someone else's blood. Again, two more rabbis, each one saying one, one side, yes, one, no. one yes, one no. Says the Gemara. It says, It says by the Korban Pesach, which if you those guys who are with us on Korban Pesach know, uh, which is Binyamin, was you know that when it comes to Korban Pesach, you have you're not allowed to jump into a Korban Pesach once it's slaughtered. You have to buy in to the Korban Pesach before him. So if, let's say, the Habers want to get together with the Hamras on Pesach and join in one, join in one Korban Pesach, you got, we have to agree with you before. And you can't just show up the night of Pesach and say, hi, uh, I'll take some Korban Pesach. It doesn't work like that. You have to, have to be Nimnim before. Bought in from before. Yes. So now, what happens, Nimnim, if we, 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 we registered with the Korban Pesach? So it's saying that until you slaughter the animal, you can register new people. So if the Hamras want to join the Habers, they have to get you have to buy in before we slaughter it. Once we slaughter, chalas, no more Hamras. Deadline. Okay? And also if you want to back out, you can back out until we slaughter. Once we slaughter, you can't back out either. Okay? Kimba is a separate thing. Okay? The imita, if that's true, the Kimba is doch everything. If that's true, why are we saying that you can't jump in until once you slaughtered it? We should say about the Korban Pesach until you sprinkle the blood. Meaning, if you're claiming that when uh. we say, we're calling it the pod, it's even the Damshel pod, so that when we say Korban Pesach, it should be even the blood of the Korban Pesach. So you should be able to jump in until I sprinkle the blood of the Korban Pesach. Why do you have to? Why? Why do we cut off registration time? By the time. Oh, we gotta redo this. Oh, it's forty minute minute maximum. Yeah, let's redo this. Why do we? Ivan, I put it back on. It just stopped. I put it back on. Why do we stop and say you can't jo- join in registration after shechita? We should have said you can't join. The re- we should have said you're allowed to join the registration until zirika. Hold on, is he on? Ivan's trying in. I'm not sure.
Ivan, are you on? He was trying to get on a second ago. Ivan, are you there? Oh. Yeah, Musi says he's there. Ivan, you back on? Okay. Okay, good. So again, why are we, uh, why are we saying that if you're right, that you can't go in with Dam Shapar, I'm sorry, that you can go in with Dam Shapar, so then how are we saying over here that you're only allowed to do it until, until Shechita. Shechita, you should be able to go all the way till, till the sprinkling, till the sprinkling, and it's going on, no. Shani hatem dekhtiv miyot miseh. Since the Pasuk by Korban Pesach specifically says miyot miseh, it has to be mechiyut miseh. Hiyot could also be read as chiyut, with a live seh. That's why registration stops once when? the seh is dead. But when it comes to the pod, it doesn't say miyot mi pod, and therefore, maybe the pod could even be bidamosha pod. No proof. Second question. Amor zutra, moti mozutra, it says, and podin lo be'aygel, lo be'chayav, lo shurutav, lo be'telefav, lo be'kilyom, lo be'koy, el be'seh. There's a rule that if you have a firstborn donkey, you have to do pidyon peter chamor. You have to redeem it with the set. Now, this writer says that you're not allowed to redeem a firstborn donkey with a bunch of things. Not with an egg or a calf. Not with a chaya or, or a wild animal. And not with a slaughtered animal. Mm-hmm. Even a slaughtered set is no good. Now, if it's true that a slaughtered, set, a slaughtered par is called a par, then you should be able to redeem your firstborn donkey with a slaughtered Seh, seh, seh in this case. So why not? No. Shani hatam, the yav seh, seh Pesach. We have a Gizirah Shema, it says the word seh by Pidyon Petach Amor, and by Pesach it says the word miyot meseh. And by Pesach, we're miyot meseh has to be only live, so here too also only live. You're right. Why is it? No, that can't be. I malahalan zachar tamu ben shana. Avkan zachar tamu ben shana. If so, you should say that Petr Chamor should only be male, a male animal, because Pesach is only a male. It has to be Tam, meaning no blemish, and not like, like this. And also has to be one year old, not like, not like this. You should keep all those restrictions also. If you have a Sesek Zashava, it should make the same restrictions over here over there. Tamudomar, Tifter, Tifter, Riba. You're right, it would. But since it's Tifter, 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 it's coming to include extra things. It does not have to be any of these three things. I feel a cool Nami. Then you should, if, 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 you, if you're including things, then why don't we include Shukhta also? Moses says, Imken Semai Hanana. But then what's the second view of you? And therefore, it's got to be excluding Shukhta, but allowing Zachar Tam and Menchana. We're going to stop over here at the word Eitri on the top of Nun Amur Aleph. Could be this is the first time we stopped on the top of a page two days in a row. Uh. Okay. Baruch Adlai Le'olam, Amen v'Amen. Enjoy your day, guys. Please don't forget to memorialize